Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Shawnee Leary has the headphones off. How's wrong to you, Shawnee? Your ears sore? Very low, dear. Your levels, you're very out low, of practice. Yeah, yeah. No, practice. I'm not. It's just because you're coming through on Zoom. I'm not allowed, actually. But anyway, I'll turn it down a little bit for your little ears. Um, as you can see, we have Shawnee Leary back on deck. Welcome back, Shawnee. Thanks, Liam. Great to be back. How long has it been? Oh, I don't even know when the last episode we did. Was it, did we, when did we do Giggles? I'd say it was the All Ireland preview. I'd say was it back oh, in probably there was no July there was no August. need for no. We did a review because it was like a morgue. Remember, Shawnee was pure depressed off his head. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the last one. Yeah, that was episode ninety. Are we, are we on now? I thought we were on 90-something. We're on to 90, this is 91, so we said we'd do 10 more episodes at least to get to 100. and then, have to get to the time, like, you're, 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 you're trying to break up the band early, Liam. Um, we, we, we locked this one in, but we're going to get to the 100 anyway. Oh, 100%. Getting to the 100. Um, yeah, definitely. Like It's great to have things back in action. There's so much going on at home. Um, lots of cover today. We're going to look quick look back at the, the opening round of the league. We're going to have a look at what's happening in Australia and the GA scene and also a preview of the, the Club all at the weekend. Um, and Giggles, you're going strong still in Tipperary. Anyway, how's that going behind enemy lines? Uh, we're not too bad. We bought we bought we bought a house. We're hoping to move in in on the 28th of February. It's Clamell address, but very importantly, Clamell County Waterford. It's it's over the border. It's on the right side of the river. Um, so the lads can play in the blue and white instead of that. That is is very important. But what what club would they be, Giggles? Oh, they can play club for St Mary's in Clamell, and then they play County for Waterford. Dunica, Dunica, what was his name? Dunica Fahey. Dunica Fahey, yeah, yeah. He played for St Mary's and he played for Waterford um, back in the early noughties, late nineties. Okay. Played with him in so precinct. Uh, uh, CIT. Yeah, Liam Lawler. Then Liam Lawler, who played fullback for Waterford for years, he was St Mary's underage, but then he transferred into Four Mile Water. Um, the lads won't be playing with Four Mile Water now. I can tell you that, but um, then. <laughs> uh, so, so it's it's been done. Uh, they're they're going to be Waterford lads in there. That's the most important thing. Yeah, that is very important. Like Jesus Christ, you couldn't have two tip young fellas to be a disaster. Um, Did I hear Jill roaring there in the background? Jill's roaring. No, they're not. But, but I remember <laughs> when we when we played the World Games three years ago, Shawnee, we met your friendly Martin Fogarty, right? Oh, yeah. Absolute gentleman, gentleman, and and he he was chatting to me like, whatever you do. Don't live in Tipperary. <laughs> <laughs> that, was his, that was his quote, and I won't forget yeah, it. That's good advice. Good advice to any person. Anyway, moving on from poor old Tip. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get straight into it. Um, we'll have a quick look back at the opening round of the league. It's always, you know, great to, you know, to say that you walk the steps of Crow Park and you lifted the McCarthy Cup, like, and... But, no, we never changed one bit from the day we started, let's say, our first game with, with Glenmore. Going back to your locals and the people that you're brought up with and you're reared with, and just, there's nothing like coming back there. Like. The one the fancy oh, open top bus line, I think we had Duggins, Richard Duggins lorry, and really, yeah. up, up in the back of the lorry and off down. It's just lovely country, and a few bonfires. Speaking of relocations, a very good friend of mine, uh, Davy Walsh, has relocated to Glenmore. He's living down in O'Connor country these days, so he sees the boys from time to time. Great part Lovely of the world country. to be living. 
<laughs> Lovely country people. Uh, we're up and running the league. Most importantly, Kilkenny won from one. What a great start against Antrim. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, they were blessed. Yeah. They're absolutely they went blessed. straight for Kilkenny there. I, I, I think Kilkenny's in, like, we chat about the club championship later, but I, like, I strongly, I, I, if I was a betting man now and you're picking who's going to be one of the big teams in Leinster to miss out on coming through in Leinster, you know, we're back to the round robin. Like, it, it'd be hard to argue against Dublin, Galway and Wexford coming out of Leinster and Kilkenny missing out this year, potentially, right? We're a long, long way off that yet now, but their, their team of players that they had, obviously they were missing the Ballyhale boys, but TJ's, TJ is unreal. But he's 34 years of age right he's now. He's 35 this year. He's on the way in, like 35. there's no doubt about it. Uh, Adrian Mullen doesn't seem to be getting the best of himself, but on the flip side then, Owen Cody is going to be a superstar. Like, he is phenomenal. But I just think, I think Kilkenny's players, that they're, they're going to struggle this year, I think, Liam. What do, what do you think, Josh? Uh, yeah, I think so, definitely. I think Kilkenny have overachieved the last two years by winning Leinster and getting to the Ireland semi-final with that group of players. I think it's an ordinary bunch of players compared to what they've had over the years. And we've always had that marquee forward to carry us. And TJ, as you know, is definitely at the end. You would you would think, in terms of the influence he's going, he's not going to he's not going to carry them the same way he's carried them before. Uh, I still think he can. He could get through. Uh, I wouldn't be writing them off, but I, I don't think they're All Ireland contenders in any any shape or form. They might get to an All Ireland semi final again, like they did last year. But I think that they'd be doing well to do that. Unfortunately, I just don't. Yeah, like I think the caliber player just isn't there at the moment. That'll be a goal from yeah to get to an All Ireland semi final. TJ still be around for another three or four years, though you'd reckon. Like he's. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think he, he's hitting a few injury blocks this year. Jeez, I wouldn't be surprised if you if you saw an announcement the week after the club championship if they won it that you, TJ is retiring. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now I haven't heard anything like that in the grapevine, but I wouldn't be absolutely shocked if that was to come to pass. I think he'll roll on. I think he'll roll on because he can. You know, it's 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 July. It's over. Do you know as well? I think it's kind of an easier one to roll into when it's kicking off relatively soon. You know, he's not having to go back true. and do a preseason yeah. and he can just drop straight in. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah I, I I do think the outlook is not great in Kilkenny, to be honest. Yeah. And if we're and if we're sticking with negative outlooks, then we might as well move on to Tipperary. Like, obviously, it, it was it's tough on poor old Paddy Maher the way he has to retire, mm. like a neck injury that means he can't even play a club hurling anymore um, and he's like like whether you love him or hate him Liam we know you hate him but he's, he's six time all-star three time all-Ireland winner serious serious player take Brendan Maher out of that I, I'm surprised as well that James Callan hasn't retired like he started in 2008 that this is his 15th season I think I don't know is he going to give much to Tipperary this year I think they're going to be another team that will struggle big time just due to the lack of players that Leib Sheedy didn't bring through and, and they're starting from scratch. Colin Bonner's got a serious, tough job ahead of himself. Yeah, I think they have the players, but it's exactly as you said, they're not bringing through Liam Sheedy stuck with the All-Guard last year and not bringing through that under-20 under team that or under-21 team that won the All-Ireland. He's brought none of them through and there's, there's a lack of development there and I'd say Colin Bonner is, is starting with the development now, I reckon, and it's, it's uh, transition time. But I think I think the key thing was that Carl didn't go, and Carl didn't oh, go because he didn't yeah. think it was ready to go and win one. Yeah, and that's oh, you reckon you reckon he knew the tip team wouldn't be ready? Yeah, it wasn't there. Like why? And he was going to get a nice few pound off Waterford. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to go in and win. You know, I don't know, with and tip Waterford, team. Waterford are prime too, and Waterford yeah. are way down the track to Tipper. Yeah, they're probably ahead of him. So 
I think uh, that was I think a key sign for me that yeah, they're all is not well in tip when you kinda they tried to get one more run out of those guys or two more runs that didn't, you know, they haven't brought them through and now they're kinda won't be caught gonna try to blood them. But I do think the round robin it's funny, like we haven't not had it the last couple of years and we loved it the first couple of years. It's gonna be so different again. Like it like well, it's, it you know, it's gonna be very interesting how teams Perform because we know a lot of it is about momentum in this round robin. You know, you get a win the first week of that, you are kind of off to the races. You know, you it, it can yeah. your season can just take off. Yeah, and it hasn't suited Waterford. Obviously, we've never won a game in the round robin in the two seasons it was in. Um, so that's always a worry, even though things seem to be going well with with the team. They were missing the Ballygunner lads, missing Jamie Byron, Tyke the Burka, Caleb Lyons at the weekend. And I think when you look at the games at the weekend, obviously Cork. I'm sorry, not Cork, um, Wardford and Dublin and Limerick and Wexford were the two really, really exciting games, right? Start of February, loads of hitting, very physical, heavy pitches. No scoring. Um, no scoring, exactly. Um, you go down to Parky Cueve then, it's like playing in Crow Park on a, on a June evening because the pitch is so good and wide and you can but, see the score that yeah, was but, but two teams But two teams that don't tackle each other either though. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Cork I, I, and Clare, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you, I wouldn't even count that as a match. Jeez. Who scores I, I that kind I of a score in February? Sorry, now it was, yeah, ridic- well, it was ridiculous. I, I think I, I it's think all under the pitch. The pitch is in such serious condition. Oh, it's so it's good like that they're getting. They're so good they're getting a cheering in there for a few <laughs> and, Sundays. And and, and the quarter quarter kickinny kickinny park at the moment. Kickinny park. I think what what did what did someone was it um, <laughs> Brian, Brian Hogan said that it was the worst he's seen Nolan Park in in in, in, in yeah. his career. Yeah, it was very bad. What, what's going on, Liam? Yeah, no, I think uh, they're just, you know, starting slow. I don't want to have, you don't need to have a perfect in February. You want to have a good now in June. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did look bad. It did look, I was surprised, actually, as well. I hadn't seen it like that in, in a long, long time. Um, it looks soft, but... Um, but looking yeah. at Cork, I think, Cork, a couple of things, like, this is the first time, I think, ever since we've been doing the podcast that I've been a, a fairly bit positive about Cork as a proposition this year, because I think just looking at their team the last day, I think Mellorick at fullback <clears throat> might be the answer. He's he's aggressive, he's dirty, he doesn't kind of be looking for fancy kind of plays coming out the field and he, he's a decent fullback and he complements those two pacey cornerbacks very well. And that half-back line did look strong of Mahoney, um, Coleman at centre-back and the other wing-back was... Who was the other wing-back, Shawnee? Um, from Glenn. Oh, Robert Downey. Robert Downey, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, 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 that is a big step up. I know they got annihilated last year in the final. And then that guy, Kieran Joyce, that came in and played midfield, yeah. had, he had a very good game. Fitzgibbon getting back up to pace and they have the forwards. So it looks yeah, positive from a starting position for Cork. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I think, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read much into the, the result and all that and who we beat because it was a depleted Clare team as well. But I think it was a good thing in the sense that like they're after coming back a season, you know, where they've been annihilated and not in the final. This is the next, you know, most competitive match they can play. And it was a good response in that regard. But as, as a regard to result, players, Clare, and they were like, if you look at that Clare team and you're looking at the best players that they're missing, like Shane O'Donnell, Tony, Tony Kelly, and um, what's his name that came back from Australia? Um, Logan. Logan. Like, they're, they're three match winners, the three of them. Like, yeah. like the physicality, they're really lacking at the moment. Like, Claire are very small, aren't they? Yeah. Like, in it, terms it, of physicality. See, does, does Peter Duggan, like, John, you know, he, he didn't play much hurling when he was over in Australia. Um, <laughs> he went loads. Sure. 
I wasn't allowed to, yeah. but, but, but like will he, will he, will he, will he, like he he's actually older than you think. Like he's a lot older than those players. He's two or three years on Tony Kelly. I'd even say he's yeah. heading towards thirty. Like will will he actually be able to get back in and up to the physical, like up to the fitness required after yeah. two years out? So, I, I think he, I think he, I think he, okay, he's got he's got time on his side. But, but the interesting thing is like it's the seventeenth of April is the first run out. Yeah, in the, the round number. July then is the All Ireland yeah. final, so it's two months and two months from now. It's <laughs> it's cr- it's crazy that it's going to be. You know, we'd always be looking. Oh, May can't wait for it to get started early. May to hurry. It's like we're right into it in in April, which is I think is going to be great, especially if it's going to run pretty much in from the league into it. There's not that big um, lag, um, but it's going to be interesting. Completely different time of year. All Ireland finals in July. Can't even get my head around that to be honest. Um, I actually think it's all, it's all a positive thing, but it's going to be very different for. For all teams involved, and going back from a traditional format to around Robin Farmer week on week, we know the the wear and tear that does have on Palin to pick up a couple of injuries. I think it was Waterford Giggles got really under pressure. It was a one year they were really down. They so just down eleven players, down 11 players yeah. by the end of the, f- the fifth week, where you can get very unlucky yeah. in that space of time. You can't get lads yeah. back essentially if you if you go with a hamstring run like that. So you need a lot of luck in that round Robin format tip for you to to go well. Yeah, and, and that 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 comes into the depth of the panel then, and I think there was a couple of people saying around Limerick team, like obviously Limerick are a phenomenal team, and I think people are reading a bit too much into the fact that um, they lost to Wexford. Like, Shawnee, if I asked you to name the three boys who were named nominated for Hurler of the Year last year, do, do you remember who they were, no? Keen Lynch. Um, Sean Finn. Sean Finn. And he- no, not here. Team Mar- Morrissey was it? No, Kyle Hayes. Uh, three, three nominated players for hurler of the year last year were missing for for Limerick at the weekend because they're allowing them play if it's given, or they're allowing them take it a break. Like you know, you take the three hurlers of the year out of it, out of any team, and they're going to they're going to struggle a little bit. But I think with Peter Casey being injured from his cruciate from the other and finding oh, he's gone for the year. Yeah, he's yeah. gone for the year. Um, and maybe the depth of subs that they have. Especially in the full forward line, like Graham Mulcahy is probably going to go this year, I'd imagine, or he won't be getting his place. So Gillandin and Flanagan seem to be the only two up front that they have real options for. Pat Ryan started last day, wasn't impressive, didn't take his chance. Same with Reedy, they're, they're more impact players coming on. So I think maybe, maybe. Gillan as well, like, got subbed off at half time. Um, I think Kylie has his. Hands full with a few of those boys. Now he's the man. He's he's the man to manage them. But yeah. I, you that, Liam? well, like so he dropped him. He dropped him last year because he's, he he's dropped him for the Munster final. Yeah. He dropped him because he's a fucking pain in the arse. Yeah, and you reckon there's um, disciplinary oh, issues? Yeah, they're, like, they're a handful. Like he, like he's had him since they're under twenty one. He's definitely the best man to have him. But if he gets this year out of them, they get the trainer all. Unbelievable, like you know, and they should, they should do it, they should do it. But he's ho- trying to hold together some very strong-minded young fellas there that I think are very, very yeah. tough to handle. Like if you're subbing off Galan there at halftime down in Wexford, he dropped it for once the final last year. You know, he wants to give him to kick up the hole early this year, but you're They've not had a lot of it, success, and there's a lot being talked about them as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're out of COVID now as well. They can celebrate and yeah. enjoy themselves, and which is not fair enough. But I, I actually think it's good. They're going to be. It'll be interesting for them this year. Can they hold together that that what that kind of mentality that they had, that steelness that they had about them, and the togetherness about them? Because they still got all the hurlers basically. 
But I think we're hoping they can't. Obviously. Yeah, oh, yeah, obviously, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's theirs to lose, really, on paper. Like, like really, they should no one should come within four or five points. I would say, if they were, if yeah. all was right. Mm. Yeah, and I think then just just from being back here, the story of the league and the early part of the the kind of competitions has been a kind of a a really strong Dublin coming coming up to the pack. So they won the Walsh Cup quite easily, like putting in impressive performances, scoring heavily. They seem to have got their forwards in order, like they've done Burke now and Hayes from Hayes. Burke Hayes from gave plenty enough of it, didn't he? Hayes probably he did. That was a good battle on Sunday. Uh, a really good battle. Um they've got a really good system of play in place. I think Matty Kenny's getting a bit of time now to kind of build that in or like he, he got unlucky last year with the COVID players. Missing out in the Leinster final, and Owen O'Donnell totally. going after him. And Jesus, Owen O'Donnell, lads. What? Like, he gave a mask. Like, he was marking Stephen yeah. Bennett at the weekend. Stephen Bennett is not easy to mark, I can tell you. He's, and he's getting stronger. But Owen O'Donnell was outstanding. Mm. Like, kept plucking balls out of the air. He's just a fantastic. You could play him at six, you could play him at eight, you could play him at 11. But he's, he's just a, a fantastic hurler. So I think it's, 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 it's shaping up for a very good league, right? Obviously, because the league has changed now and you don't have. Division one and one B, where you kind of had two very com- competitive leagues. You kind of have like a, a bogey team, not, no disrespect to them, in each division. So you know nobody's going to get relegated. Like it'll be Offaly on one side and it'll be Antrim or Leash on the other side. But well, it's also good. Um, it's also relevant, Giggles, that you'd read a bit into the league as well because the league is so close to the championship and the, the season is so short. Like, not necessarily like it's only been week one and, you know, we're having, you know, Wexford up here, Limerick down here. Like, that's not necessarily going to be the way at the end of the league, but it still reads into, you know, Wexford are, are not going to be a pushover with, with uh, Derry Egan on the line this yeah. year. And they're not going to fall away, like, you know, but just because Davy is gone. So and the, I definitely and think the, there'll be something to read into the league. In and the underfoot conditions in April are not going to be a whole lot mm. better than February. Like, you know, difference playing in late May compared to middle of April. Like, you know, you've been there, Giggles, now. You know what it's like at the moment? Like, it's soft. That That's very, that's very true. Yeah, April will be interesting. But going back to Wexford, I, I kind of love the fact, from a hurling perspective, from a sports perspective, really, that Darry Egan has come in. And who has he brought in as kind of backroom coaches? Billy Welch, the absolute one of the best boxing trainers in the world. Like he's the Team USA Walsh. head coach, Walsh, Welch, and then Gordon Darcy, like, you know, yeah. winner of a Grand Slam, winner of four, of three Heineken Cups. Very, very, very varied background. And, and whatever way they had um, the team set up at the weekend, watching Limerick and Wexford at the weekend was like watching a rugby match. The tackles that were going in were ferocious. And the size of all the men on the field then were, were also was, was quite notable. Yeah. A lot of the ball was played in tight spaces as well, like wasn't it? You know, they was all converged, like wasn't it? That is true. I think they both played with one man up front and and twelve in the middle. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> yeah. looked like. It was, it yeah. was, jeez, it was, it, it was. It wouldn't have been my style of game. Now I wouldn't have fancy playing that one. Fairly, but, uh, <laughs> fairly tired after that game, wouldn't you? Yeah, like the amount of hits and the amount, you know, the gas to be taken out in that game. Yeah, so I'd say the league overall is kind of it's it's shaped everything up nicely. Like Shefflin obviously had his 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 first win. He'll have an interesting tie now against Limerick, I think, in the Gaelic grounds this weekend. Um, Tip and Kilkenny's this weekend. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. in, 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 in Tip, no, it's in Tip. In Tip, sorry. In FBD, FBD Simple Stadium. Will yeah. will be. Will still be a very good contest, like you know, for both teams where they're at. Like I think it? so because I think they're both fairly ordinary. Yeah, I think it could be a good. 
Typically, Kenny in the league has actually always been a good game over yeah. the years. It's always yeah. been, you know, so I think a good Kenny crowd will travel. I think it's worth calling out as well. The crowds at the matches has been phenomenal. Oh, yes. Like, watching back, you know, the the league review programmes on TG Carr and RTE and seeing, like, even up in the football, Armagh, Tyrone, 17,000 sellouts. So, like, the weather, absolutely rubbish. Rain down in Kerry and these massive crowds. It just shows the, the appetite now that that, has been released across the country that there's no caps anymore outdoor events. It's just amazing to see. And I think the league is actually a great competition. It's unloved, but it actually is a brilliant competition. It's brilliant to see the crowds at. Have you got a long time yet, Giggles? Are you planning on going down? No. Um, I, I, Waterford are playing, I think, Leash. Leash. No, yeah. Leash, yeah. I probably won't go to that. I was kind of half hoping to go up to the, the final on, Sun, on Saturday in Crow Park. If I go to Enton, I probably might go to that. Oh yeah, that'd be, good, that'd be good to go to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, that'd be good to go up to that. Yeah, I won't be bringing Sean with me. Last time I went, I brought Sean with me to a match trying to get him to go. It was the Cork County final and at halftime we had to go because some lad roared in from the stand at the match, not at Sean and Sean. Yeah, yeah, it would be a rough, be a rough crowd around those Cork <laughs> matches. Anyway. Be. Be a rough crowd. The belly, the, the, the belly crowd was in. The Rovers boys, yeah. <laughs> He should be used to listen to Dave Hennessy over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, look, I think, yeah, look, it's great to have a league back up and running. I think it's interesting the matches that are on TV and are not on TV. Um, there's, I don't even think Kenny Tip is on the TV this weekend. Am I right in saying that? No. Limerick Galway is on, and what's the other one? Antrim and Dublin. Are they on TV? Yeah, I, I think, think so. the Antrim one is on BBC. I oh, think. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's it's, it's interesting. Clare and Wexford, maybe. Clare and Wexford. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's you know it's funny that Kilkenny is not as and it just maybe shows where the two teams are at that that one hasn't been shown. Um, but yeah, yeah, normally would be. Yeah, normally would be. But um, yeah, no. Look, it's yeah, it's great to have it back, and it's weird having it back. That it's going to be all bang, bang, bang. But we're in for a kind of a, a brilliant. Five months from now till the other final, basically five and a half months of hurling. It's going to be non-stop. It's going. It's going to be brilliant. So it's going to be again. It's something new. We've had something different the last three or four years with COVID and Ron Robin. Now back to Ron Robin, but running from the league. I think it's an exciting time for hurling, and it's probably t- seeing how Limerick go. It could actually end up being a very competitive um, Ireland series. So yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be good. So we, we're going to keep a close eye on the league week to week. I think at the moment. So um, okay, will we have a look at what's happening? In Australia, Giggles and Shawnee. Travelling in a fighter combi On a hippie trail head full of zombies It's safe to say that the underfoot conditions in Australia are not soft at the moment. Uh, we were having 30 degrees of heat last Sunday, Shawnee, we were playing in the line aside. Please, lads, you need to turn down the volume of your laptop if my item come down to a high free. Just turn me down. Yeah, um, turn me down. Turn me down. Yeah, Because yeah. not. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah. So hurling is back up and running here, along with Gaelic football. We're kind of in the the pre season tournament mode of the Gary Owen Nines. The Ted O'Sullivan Nines was on last Sunday, and we have the Park Pierce Sevens on Sunday week, um, which is a kind of nearly the best time really in 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 the GA calendar because you have all these short sided games played off over a day and it's normally that the sun is good and the, the, all the teams come down from Sydney and come down from Brisbane again after COVID so it should be should be a great Sunday week Shawnee preparations underway 
Yeah, we had um, we had uh, a good nice tournament last weekend. Not not necessarily Gary on hurling team, but it was a great weekend. I mean, we were all pretty early. We didn't make the semi-finals, but as you were saying before the show, there like it's always great. You know, you just the whole community is together out there in in um on the field for the day. So there's loads of people around. There's plenty of matches going on. Um, you know, there's kids running around the place as well. So. And the sunshine, sun shining as well. So, yeah, it's always brilliant to be come back again. Um, we miss giggles. We didn't have giggles. We didn't have our top scorer on the field. We're, t- we're thinking of flying him out, but we sounded out Jilly's wife and she said, don't even ask, no way, he's not allowed to go. We're going to get him out for the two weeks. <laughs> yeah, the, the spearhead of the forward line was was missing this year and uh, we're, we're struggling to replace that position. So, um, any, any I got, I got a, show I got, coming I, out? I, I, I don't have Snapchat, but Jill got a Snapchat from Koss. And the message at the bottom was, how was I top scorer today? Send him out. <laughs> yeah, bad save affairs, all right, if he was top scorer. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we, we did notice, though, with Seth and Sean were talking after, we have lost a few players in Melbourne to COVID, uh, to people moving back home to Ireland. And obviously because of the border situation in Ireland, or in Australia, the same numbers haven't been coming out. But it's starting to pick up slowly, but we think, you know, things have dropped off a little bit number-wise, even playing number-wise, so... Yeah, it's, it was noticeable this year compared to the other years um, in the in the games, and especially in the hurling in particular. The football generally kind of has a bit more numbers and there's more teams. So we're hopeful now with the borders being relaxed and working holiday visas being allowed back in and all that kind of stuff, that numbers might pick up because we, I think we we badly needed an injection of of younger players. If Sean O'Leary's still hurling there and he's 40, do you know what I mean? He's hanging on. Midfield. Midfield is a... <laughs> <laughs> he's not even getting a, a stinted full forward yet. But uh, I think it's great as well. Just like I, I missed it. I, you definitely would miss it this time of the year. We were doing back a little bit of training with this morning. It's just running in the, in the muck and shit. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it's a great day. And it's great to hear that, like, obviously it's going to be called the Ted O'Sullivan Nines from now on. That kind of just brings the memory of Ted back every single time it comes around because, geez, it's easy to forget about people that are gone. And he was, he was one of the greats, especially from a Victoria point of view, but especially from a Gary Owen perspective. He was at every single match. He'd know every single player. He'd come up to you and he'd have a chat with you over a point after a game. And and um, two, two, it's nearly, it's probably two years on, getting close to two, two years, years on now, yeah. isn't it? Two years on nearly Definitely, now. definitely uh, one that's missed. Yeah, definitely. And it was great. His son, Kieran was down actually on Sunday again, which was great to see him, see him down there as well. And the Gary Owen footballers did win the tournament, which obviously Ted being a carry man was a football man, did love his hurling, but yeah, so it was great the footballers Came back with 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 the trophy on on Sunday, but um yeah, Conor Gorman got the um the Ted O'Sullivan trophy as well from Gary on yeah for 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 best player of the tournament yeah so yeah. Look, oh, it was it was is that, his, is that him getting that two years in a row oh no the big midfielder got it last year didn't he yeah I think it's Shane, Shane something I can't yeah Buckley Shane Buckley yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, look, it's shaping up to be a good year, Melbourne. I think having all the Sydney teams down and from Brisbane as well would be great. Obviously, they didn't come down because of COVID last year. They were afraid in case they got locked out of Sydney. But if they came down, so I think there's going to be a big weekend ahead. This Sunday as well, though, there is a great underage tournament coming up in Melbourne as well. Uh, the Noel Walsh um, tournament from under 10 up to under 16. Hurling and Gaelic football for boys and girls. So I think there's going to be maybe two, 300 players playing up that as well. And Shawnee's young fellas playing and my young fellas playing. Um, so it's great to see those kind of one day tournaments those one day blitzes that we all played in as kids being played out here now there was one before Christmas as well in November um, and they loved it uh, so yeah so it's I think the underage thing is is building nicely here there's great work being, being done 
Um, I, I think I meant to I meant to I meant to tell you, Liam. Actually, I met Paul O'Flynn from Dixborough out on a night out up in Dublin just before Christmas, and it was about a day after uh, I'd seen the highlight read of Henry's first game. <laughs> so I said, "Here, Flinners, have a look at this. Whose son do you think this is from Dixborough?" And he, one guess, Liam Lenehan. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know Henry, Henry's definitely going to be a tight marker. The, oh, the yeah. Corner forward, who he was marking, was probably about two years older than him, but wasn't getting a bit of change off him. <laughs> he, he looks for the physicality for us, just to touch, touch tight all the time. He's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's great to see, great, great to see those. Like Jesus, that day was it in Geelong? I, Geelong, I don't know yeah. where was it, but it, it looked like a fantastic. And and obviously from just looking at little video clips, the numbers from the kids are just getting bigger and bigger. Like it, it's. Yeah, I it, think it, I think it, the big it, thing it, for the kids is even from talk is that um they love going to the training and learning the skills, but it's playing the matches. Little yeah. kids want to play games, so these little these blitzes are brilliant because they all get a medal, there's trophies and all that kind of stuff to put on a jersey. They're in a team. It makes a, it makes a big difference, I think, for them. So they're all pretty excited about Sunday. But it's going to be 35 degrees on Sunday for the tournament, so they're going to be absolutely melted <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> Henry's moving home to Ireland in seven weeks' time. He'll be going from 35 degrees to five degrees, so it's going to, he's getting his, uh, his, his warm weather training in Melbourne before he goes out to, di- out to Friday nights in, in Dixborough. <laughs> uh, there'll be no fear of him, that's yeah. for sure. But, uh, and, and the other thing I noticed, like Australia-wise, just the level of interest in the AFLW back home is actually huge at the moment. Like, you it's you on TG Carr, isn't it? It's on TG Carr. Yeah. It's reported in the news every now and again. The journal always have a few articles on it. And and what's what's great, the Irish girls are really doing well. Like just, I think there's only 14 of them over there, but they're nearly all scoring all and like making major disposables and plays. Yeah. yeah. So um that'll be interesting to see does that keep going because obviously the AFLW will grow and that season will get longer um eventually. And then will will Irish girls be able to play intercounty football and AFLW? I think that's the big It'll be another year or two they'll probably have it and, and then they'll probably have to make a decision. Yeah, I, th- I think at the moment it, they can do both, but I think it's going to get to a point that they won't come, you won't be able to come back and forward. Um, no, no. And we, and we just saw as well, Mark Keane obviously has parted ways with Collingwood and stayed on his run with, with Bally Giblin. Um, got to we were the, hoping to get him in for the sevens, Liam. We were hoping to. He, he was, Sean, he said he had signed a deal with him to play for us. I missed just hearing my phone from him saying he was all interested in playing. And yeah, then, and then obviously. Guys, guys, Belly Gilman went so well. well and he's yeah, out now, lad. Does he can get another yeah. flight for him out? He could play, yeah, he could play. He could play if we got him out. Um, but uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, that was a crazy finish to that game as well. Like, uh, Moonkind with that, with that unbelievable sideline to, side to, to secure Jeez. for him. Yeah, I think the Kilkenny yeah. teams have a ridiculous record in those junior and intermediate comps as well. In those other, other but the sideline cut was like they were up a point already, wasn't they? Yeah, but then Ballygibbon like got a point straight away. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they won't weigh a point, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, so look, it's it's all it's all action here for the next few Sundays, and then the, the regular league kicks back off on the 6th of March, and then Gosford, which is the Sydney tournament, is on the following 13th of March. So there's it's all go here for the for the for the next few months. Shawnee, Larry, are you B. making a, are you making the trip to Gosford this year, lads? I don't think we are. I got cancelled last two years, so I think the boys have had enough of it. So I don't. <laughs> we planned to go the last two years, and we didn't. Uh, they went last year, even though it was cancelled. I don't know if we yeah, get boys yeah, on the yeah. plane up there this year. I'd say a few of them might go this year. There's there's a, outside of our group now, Liam. Where where they go in all these there now? But I'm meant to go. I'll go. No problem. <laughs> I think they made the call they're not going signed up. Anyway, we'll see oh, is, is the, oh, the team is not going? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah think they so. didn't pass that by me. Fair coach, like. 
But sure. that's going on in Australia now this time of year. Just, 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 it's definitely the time of the year when you do move back home that you miss it the most because the nines and the sevens every year is just it's savage. And the good weather. And the good yeah. weather. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's the, the low down, down under. Um, but we've got a big game this weekend. Giggles is very, very confident that Paddy Gunner are going to win. They're going to do it. No, there was there was no tangle, right? It was an off the ball incident, right? And I made my feeling like we played him now twice. He didn't stay down for no reason, like, and that cost us a score, right? Now I've seen other people come onto the field and make points and be just as animated. Yes, there's one fella I I get sent all the time, and I, I don't think it's personally fair myself. And if you look at the whole thing, I can promise you, you'll see more people giving out. But that official wanted to make a name for himself and fair play to him. He probably did. Poor old Davy Fitz. Well, he's involved in the car camogies, isn't he, Shani? Yeah, yeah. How much are you paying him? He doesn't come cheap. Just travelling expenses, usually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he was on the Sunday games the other night, and he kind of had this... seen it, yeah. Like, you like him sometimes, and then you hate him more times, and then he, that stupid grin he puts on when oh, he kind of yeah. just looks for attention. You know, he's about to look for attention, and yeah, you know. He would be fair second when Shefflin got that job, though. I did laugh some amount of that. He would have been absolutely, like, <laughs> like, that would have been brilliant. I would love to see his face when he got told, actually, no, sorry, we're giving it to Henry Shefflin. Yeah. It was probably the first time in probably about 20 years that Davey was at the end of a stroke being pulled, as opposed to oh, Davey totally. pulling the stroke and totally. getting the better of someone else, and yeah. uh yeah, sometimes you just do like to see that happening to Davey every now and again. No harm from yeah. <laughs> Giggles, are Bally yeah. Gunner going to win on Sunday or Saturday night? Jesus. Um, Waterford Club hurling on the line here. You know what I mean? They have to get over the line here. It's a funny one. I, I kind of have mixed loyalties on this one. I would like to see Bally Gunner win to see Waterford win, but then my old teammate James O'Connor is training Ballyhale Shamrocks and uh, he's doing a, f- a fine job with them he's won two counties at Leinster and he's going for an All-Ireland himself as well and we- we've got a record in Lismore it's one we don't like to talk about but we've never beaten Ballygunner in championships so I'm sure James is absolutely dying oh, yeah. to win this game tomorrow uh, in uh, in Crow Park um, we've been at the, the hands of a, a lot of one point defeats to them but um, it's a very interesting game I think Looking at trends, Bally Hale have gone from an amazing performance to getting out of jail to an amazing performance to getting out of jail. So if you follow that trend forward, they're going to have a big All-Ireland final. Um, a lot of them probably think or maybe think they mightn't get back there again for a while. Like, you know, they're, they're on this role. The Currafin team in Galway is kind of akin to that and, and they have lost the last two Galway championships. Um, but then you look at Bally Gunner. I think Ballygunner have gotten better and better and better as games gone on. Like we know uh, in in Australia a lot what it's like to play against some of the northern boys who come down and they're tough. They're tough. They're tough players. Um, I think they don't probably get enough credit um, for how good a hurlers they are. And when Slot and Neil came down, that was probably a game I would have been worried for Ballygunner a lot. And you can see they were getting the kind of the Derry slash Armagh in your face running commentary in the year. And, and I thought, in fairness to Ballygunner, they dealt with it very well. They didn't react. They got on with the game and they grind out a result, and, which they always looked like winning, even though Slot and Neil had a, had a good game as well. 
So I tell you, Aleem, I, I kind of have, a, I think if it's tight coming down the stretch, Ballyhale might nip it. But I think, I, I think Ballygunner have the all round team to win the game. By what game? I'm, I'm going to go with a five point Ballygunner win. Yeah, well. uh, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of questions coming in on Ballyhale. So there's the TJ injury kind of saggy, even though he, he pulled him out of the fire against Thomas single handedly. But will he be able to get around Crow Park as easily as he gets around the smaller pitch? Dara Corcoran, I'm not sure is he back. He's a huge loss. Like he's going to be on the Kilkenny senior team this year as one of their midfielders or wing backs. You've got the two Mullins, Kevin and Darren. They both went off injured against St. Thomas's. That was only two weeks ago, I think it was, or three weeks ago. One of them will be marking Desi, Desi Hutchinson. Like if 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 you're going to be marking Desi Hutchinson, you'd want to have all of your fitness about you. You'd want to be fairly on your game. Um I don't think either team will play a sweeper. I think it'll be a fairly open game. Ballyhale will probably hit tough. Um, Ballygunner will hit hard as well. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be. Good. Yeah, I think it's going. I think it's going to be a cracker. I think. I think you know you saw from the last game at Ballyhale. It's not over until I said to Sean you know, until Ballygunner going down the M7 with the cup in the in the bus. That match won't be over. If they're five points up or two minutes to go, that match still isn't over. So I think. Unless they're out of sight by 10, 12 points with five minutes to go, maybe they have it They have it then, you know. I think, like you said, Ballyhale, over the years, they've come in these kind of different generation of teams where this batch will come through. We've seen it, and, and this is this current batch is probably at the end of their run, I would say, yeah. with, with yeah. the likes of TJ, Colin transitioning out, and obviously they've got some younger lads through, but I think um, this could be their kind of last hurrah and to be very hard beat, I think, on, on Saturday. Bally Gunner have got there now. You know, they've struggled to get to this position in recent times after winning so many Waterford County Championships. It's a massive opportunity for them. Um I think yeah, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna go right down to where I think it's a one or two point game when I think Bally Hale are probably gonna shade it. Yeah, I, I watched I watched the both semi finals. I was just getting over the COVID at the time and I stood up and watched them live. And I, I, I think you're you're, you're spot on giggles when you say about the Northern teams. I think that that win the Belly Gunner had over Slot Neil was is very much underrated. Like a Slot Neil have a good record as a club in both football and hurling. Um and I thought they they were up in Belly Gunner's faces all day long and they dealt with it very well. Like Belly Gunner always looked the better team, were were never able to put it, you know, like put it out of sight, never able to stretch away. Slot Neil always, you know, kept pulling them back and kept clipping over points, you know, to keep within distance. Um, and I taught your man Rogers gave Colin, Barry Colin, up an awful clipping in see the you, semi-final. Yeah. I think I think that's like I I watched the the Belly Hale game as well and I was I was there when he dragged down um Jill is in. Hello Jill. And Jill, then what's wrong, Jill? Giggle is doing a podcast here. She used to go. She's writing a note from. Give me your phone. Give her the phone because there's going to write you a note. He's on mute. There, Grant. Go on, go on, Johnny. Um, when um, when uh, what's his name? Bork pulled down TJ Reid. I was like, that's the best thing to do. Perfect. He'll never score out there. And then what did he do? Like, it was just crazy. Like, like Saint Thomas has looked like the better team all through that game, and then eventually didn't didn't win. So. I, I, I've never felt so sorry for a team in all yeah. of my day. Like, they did everything. 
Kenny Burke, their manager now, who was a fantastic hurler and probably would still be playing if he didn't do his cruciate two years ago. I played freshers with Kenny and he's a serious Thomas's man. Like he's the oldest of those six Burke brothers, played for Galway back in the early, early to mid noughties. And he had them absolutely driven. I could see it in the interview, like he was kind of had the thick Galway head in him, you know, that kind of thick Galway head. That's, you know, they're, they're up for a fight before the game and he was devastated afterwards. It was robbery. It was yeah. daylight robbery. Yeah. It was, it was uh, but 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 then like you, you always didn't have to give the credit to Benny Hale that they just well, go in there. Yeah, and that's the thing. That, like you look at that class and you look at the forward line. You always look at TJ and Finley there in the forward line. I, I think that's where I, I think Bally Hale. I think Bally Gunner, you know, have probably the momentum and probably should have the drive to win it. But I just think Bally Hale just have too much of that experience and class there and I think Barry Collin is a, is a doubt you know I think I think Valley Hill go after that and I, I think did, they'll win I, it yeah I, I think he's a good fullback mind you like he's intercounty mm-hmm. two years ago but he's probably been out of it a bit but I think he struggled with the big man Rogers and who are they going to put in on top Fenley. of him Fenley or and TJ they're going to be in yeah. both them they, they, they'll intertwine yeah. for the game so they'll definitely target that and I think but there's good players Barry around them so you know you. but I just think there is a little bit of weak link there. Bally, Bally Gunner's backs are probably missing a, a, a yard of pace, except for Barry Cotton, actually. He's a flyer. Like Ian Kenny will definitely pick up Owen Cody, I would imagine, and go at him wherever he goes because it's an intercounty corner back, the best probably man marker Bally Gunner have. But then that leaves Adrian Mullen. I think Adrian Mullen might be the, the surprise player in this final because if yeah, you look at Philip Mack, he his head out of his arse, though. He, he might need to do that, yeah. But their half back line doesn't have much pace and they rely a lot on Paddy Levy and Conor Sheehan coming back to support them for, for pace like Sheehan. So I'm living at the same age as myself. He's 37. Philip Mahoney is old enough and he's, he's great in the air, brilliant presence, great reader of the game, but doesn't have that much pace. And Foley, the other wing back, is fast enough for ice, but he doesn't have much experience. So I think if Bally Hale are going to target a line for Bally Gunner, it'll definitely be that half-back line. Similarly, on the flip side though, I just think Bally Hale themselves will have, have a few kind of Blots under fifteen, where 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 Baddy Gunner could expose them, and I think they've got what's his name? Um, Hogan is a flyer. Hutchinson's a flyer. O'Keefe is flying at the moment, and then they've got the three Mahonies. Like that's a very strong forward line as well. Mm, yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it's look. I think I think Bally Gunner have the momentum. I think Bally Hale have the experience. Um. I think if it's tight coming down the line, I'd be very worried for Bally Gunner. Um. But I think I think they might win it. I think they might win by five or six. All right, well, two Bally Hale predictions and one Bally Gunner prediction. We'll we'll have to tune in Saturday. Looking forward to it. It's on a, is that five o'clock Irish time? Half tr- half three Irish time half and three. followed by the football. Uh, like sure talk about Crow Park making an absolute school by error. You never put the football on after the hurling because it always yeah. looks twenty times slower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and Me? especially Kilku versus Kilmacud. Oh my god, that'll be a bore fest. Till, but anyway, I just I just, t- just check TG Carr there as well. Liam uh, Tipping Kikini is on a half three. Oh great! On okay. TG Carr. Sorry. Okay, great. After after the Limerick um, Galway game and then oh. delayed coverage um, of Offaly and Cork. <laughs> Looking forward to that. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Um, okay, look, we will call it there. Giggles is a very, very important businessman. He's got a lot of oil to sell, so he has to go now. He's got a call there in 10 minutes. So thank you, Giggles, for making the time for us today. It's great to be back. Um, I think there's lots of, lots of good hurling coming up. 
on both sides of the of the equator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both sides <laughs> of the equator. And Shawnee, we'll see you at training tomorrow. See you tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, get yeah. in touch with AkadaGA on Twitter, AkadaGA on Instagram, and GadaGA at gmail.com. And thanks very much to O'Neill's International Sports at O'Neill Sports AU. Thanks very much, everyone. Good luck.